Hey, great to be with you today. We are in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 today, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. If you have your Bibles, turn with me and just uh, really blessed to have this short time in the Word of God with you. We're going to pray and then we're going to read these verses. And Father, thank you so much for your Word today. We do pray, God, that you would help us to be like you. Father, you are generous and good and giving, and we want to we want to emulate that in our lives, God. Help us to be generous people. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, Paul has been talking about this collection that he was taking for the church in Jerusalem, or the churches in Jerusalem, and there was a lot of persecution there uh, for those churches. Uh, and, you know, the Apostle Paul, definitely having a heart for them, went to the Gentile churches and just encouraged all of them to take an offering, you know, because their brothers and sisters in Jerusalem were really suffering for their faith. And, and so as he traveled through uh, Macedonia, modern-day Greece, and then also uh, Asia Minor, there was this collection that was being taken uh, so that these people could be supported. And so Apostle Paul's really been encouraging the Corinthians to to follow through on what they said that they would do. They said they would they would support, and now they, they seem like they were waffling a little bit. We talked about how important it is for us to follow through with what we commit to God, not just committing to other people, but what we commit to the Lord. And, you know, this is a really, really wealthy church. Um, this, th- this group of people definitely had the means to uh, invest in supporting and helping other brothers and sisters. And so today we're just going to read this, this verse and it's just really solid because the Apostle Paul in verses 6 all the way down to verse 14 and 15 of this chapter, he lays out a series of solid spiritual principles that guide us into a lifestyle of generosity. You know, and I think sometimes when we think about generosity, I know as a as a teacher, um, you know, there can be a little intrepidation sometimes because there are all of these bad examples that are out there. You know, bad examples of people uh, who are maybe spiritual leaders or or whatever. Let's just use that context. Who really fleece God's people? You know, and it's it's not about it's not about glorifying God through giving. It's not about experiencing the blessing of generosity. It's not about helping the people who are in need. Sometimes there are people in the church that just rip people off. And um, that's left a bad taste in all of our mouths. Uh, and I'll tell you, sometimes as a teacher, it's like, man, you hit, you hit these topics on, on generosity and giving, and there's this concern that you're going to come off a certain way. Um, and it's not a bad concern to have, but you know, sometimes we can even soften the message of generosity because of that particular fear, and then we miss out on an expression, a beautiful expression of worship to God, and also we we allow the joy of giving to be stolen away from us. So the Apostle Paul says in verse 6, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one gives as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. So Paul says to this church, and I'll just, I'll tell you, man, he is unabashed. He's not afraid of how he comes off because he's talking about a spiritual principle that is as certain as like the physical laws of the universe. Like let's just take the law of gravity, for example. 
the, the law is what it is. I mean, in our context, of course, there is no controverting the law of gravity. Well, Paul expresses a law that is as certain as the law of gravity, but it is a spiritual law. And the law is this, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. What you invest, uh, you ultimately, at some point in time, will enjoy the harvest of that. If you're a farmer uh, and you have a field, if you sow just a little bit of seed, you know you're not going to get a very big crop. But if you do the work the right way and you sow an abundance of seed, as things play out over the course of time, there will be the joy of a bountiful harvest. And Paul says, listen, he says this is true for the way we comport our lives in like with respect to righteousness. When we sow to righteousness, we of the Spirit reap everlasting life. If we sow to wickedness, we will of, we will of the flesh reap destruction. Well, Paul also ties this to our generosity. If we want to have lives that are filled with an abundance, filled with a bounty, then it's important for us to be people that are investing into the kingdom of God in a very generous way. You say, well, are you then saying that if I am generous with my money, I'll be wealthy in this life? That, of course, is never a motivation for us to give. We're talking about, we're talking about our experience in this life for sure, but also the experience in the, the life to come. Jesus said that we should lay up for ourselves or store up for ourselves treasures in heaven. How do we do that? We do that by investing in things that matter to God in this life and Paul says the motivation for this is not because we're being manipulated to do it. We don't have an attitude where we're, we're grudgingly giving like, oh, you know, here I, I have to do this again. Look, if that's the attitude to your generosity, um, I would say don't give at all. But the better thing to do is change your attitude, right? Attitude sometimes is everything and attitude and generosity matters to God because Paul says God loves a cheerful giver. Hey, be generous today. Be generous today. And be generous in a way where it is worship to God and it is trust and faith in the Lord. Look, we don't have to hold on to our earthly resources with an iron grip and be grudgingly uh investing in the things that matter to God, we can, with open hands, give to those things that matter to the heart of the Father because not only has He given those things to us, but He will supply more resources for us to even be more generous. This is a spiritual law. Listen, invest today. You know, invest so into the kingdom of God with a joyful heart and watch what God does in your life. Have a great day.